Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Fantasy Romance and Romantic Fantasy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Oh, okay, that's that's really good this morning. Some mornings, you just need it. Um, and this is a random morning, I don't know why. Uh, it is Tuesday, May 18th. But I did um, already do the dishes this morning. Well, by do it, doing the dishes, I mean I loaded the dishwasher uh, because I think I told you all that I capitulated finally and I have someone coming to clean my house for me, which is huge. Um, I haven't had anyone clean my house for me in a dozen years. And it is, oh my God, I tell you what, she does such a good job. It is miraculously better than the job I was doing. Um, and in amazingly short, short amounts of time. It's, it, but one thing, and I used to make fun of my mother. So here I am, mom, duly um, unmaking fun of you. I do feel, it, it's not that I feel like I need to pick up. My mom always says she has to pick up. But you know, things like having a sink full of dishes, I feel like I can't just have that laying out and in her way. So I was behind on getting the dishes done. So now I've loaded the dishwasher and I can unload it and put any further dishes in there. So they are out of her way. Um, I'll be for eight in the morning. That's not too bad. And I'm very happy because I am, um, have put a pause on the home reno projects. I've got all of my art rehung. Um, I've got art up in my office and all over the house. I had, we had a bunch of art that we had stored when we moved in, in, um, 2009. And I even like organized the box. <laughs> it's like, Oh, past Jeffy. What were you thinking? It was, Art unused as of September 09. Well, it's like, I actually knew that, but thank you for labeling it. Um, I think I put, I labeled it because I was thinking if I had it for a certain amount of time, I would, without putting it up, I would get rid of it. Some sort of organized thought like that, which clearly did not pan out. But I did get a few things out of there. I put some other things away sort of mix things up, move stuff around. So I'm very happy with um, the refresh. And for the first time in, Dave and I were trying to figure out because we started this after we came back from Tucson. So um, it's a little bit more than a month. I do have my calendar hanging up again. Yeah, a little bit more than a month. Um, almost six weeks that we've had things kind of topsy-turvy and moved around. And it's really nice to un untopsy-turvy them. Um, so yeah, you guys know how that is when you're like living in chaos. I'm clearly not a um, eat off the floors kind of housekeeper. I always think that's a funny thing to say. Oh, her kitchen is so clean. You could eat off the floor. It's like nobody wants to eat off the floor. Why would you put 
effort into doing something that is not necessary. I know it's a metaphor, but you know, you, you guys get my point, right? It's like, it's almost a metaphor for a woman spending a huge amount of effort to achieve some level that people hold up as admirable, but that it's actually providing use to absolutely nobody, right? It's like um, women's funerals. It, they used to do it in Wyoming all the time. I think, and now I think it's a Wyoming thing. But you know, they would always say, "Oh, she was a great housekeeper, and she loved spending time with her grandchildren." It's like this is the sum total of a human being's life. This is all you can think about them. And I thought then that uh, I really didn't want anybody to talk about what kind of housekeeper I was after I was gone. Uh, but of course, now I'm talking about it now, and you guys all know that I am a crappy housekeeper as far as deep cleaning. I am, I like things neat. I like to have my desk cleared off. I don't like clutter. I don't like chaos. And so it's just so nice to have it like de-chaosed. Uh, David's brother and his wife are coming to visit. Well, they should arrive late Sunday which means we'll probably have a pause on the podcast next week as we entertain them. Sorry, mom. I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can do. Uh, we're going to um, take them down to Inn of the Mountain Gods. So I might be able to uh, spend some time there doing that. I cleaning off this little frame. I've one thing I've been doing, finishing up is little repairs. You know how those stack up too, right? You know, it's like all those things that need super glue. They set a little pile. Maybe you guys are different. Maybe you're more organized and you just do it immediately. Um, I'm a make a pile of all the things that need super glue kind of gal. So here's this little picture frame. Isn't that cute? That's me and David. When we very, very first started dating, look at this little babies. Yes. He has the Fu Manchu mustache. What's at my mother's house in Denver? Funny. This little um, border is always coming off, but it's super glued now and it looks very nice. So I can put that out. Um, you guys aren't here to hear about housekeeping, right? <laughs> Actually, I love how you guys always send me messages saying that you are here for, for all of the things that are the brand here at First Cup of Coffee. I've got a note here. What did I? Oh, that's just about the David Gochran stuff and some genres and taxonomy that can go in the throwaway pile. I already talked about all that stuff. Um, yeah. So, so it's good to, to have things back in order. Um, I was, I was glad to finish that yesterday, but I did not finish the dishes. Got those finished today. Shall we talk earrings? So these are really fun, aren't they? Uh, for those of you not on video, they are huge danglies, um, almost to the point of touching my shoulder. These were in my mom's jewelry collection. And so you could see that they are a very long, like, what would that be? Probably three inches wire that's bent. So they're not a straight dangle. They have a little bit of an arc to it because there's some spring to the wire. So they have a nice bounciness in the ear and they're just that simple wire with a silver bead at the bottom, a big silver 
sort of um, pearlescent gray is probably more accurate. Uh, but these go with everything. And I have a particular outfit I like to wear them with, but it was way too much of an outfit to be wearing <laughs> for uh, a day of writing. So, but they are fun. And actually they don't, they don't easily, well, they do tend to come up, try to slide out, but usually they're heavy enough that I feel it. Famous last words. Next thing you know, I will have lost one that way. Um, so I did get my 3k on prom uh, promised queen. Whoops. On bright familiar yesterday. Uh, promised queen releases a week from today. Isn't that amazing? Uh, as part of the release day celebrations, I will be doing an online event at the ripped bodice. Uh, Jennifer Eastep and I are going to be in conversation. I love how they put it that way. In conversation. It means we'll be gabbing at each other. Talking all things fantasy romance. Should be fun. Um, I need to put up the graphic everywhere. Jennifer is much better at sharing stuff than I am. She schedules stuff. She's always telling me, you should use this. See, I, I didn't even retain it whatever she told me that I should use to schedule stuff. Um, I don't, I, I've still got cling to this idea that social media is authentic. If I'm spontaneous and do it as I feel like it. Um, yeah, maybe I'm wrong. You know me, I'm not a great marketer. Marketing and housekeeping. We're on a theme today. All the things Jeffy's not really good at. There's also a theme because Jeffy is not good at them because she doesn't care. <laughs> we had a huge storm come through yesterday. I mentioned on yesterday's podcast that the atmosphere was all turbulent. Um, by midday, it got very, very dark. The clouds all came in and then we had a massive storm, uh, lots of lightning, rain, and so much hail that it looked like it had snowed. Um, my plants seem to be fine. One of my hanging petunias took a bit of a battering, but I think it'll just throw up some new blooms here soon. So I think it'll be all right. Hummingbird is out there on the feeder. So everybody survived. It's funny to watch the birds fly around when it's hailing. It's like, get out. Don't let that hailstone hit you. <laughs> So let's see, do I have anything like writing and publishing to discuss, which is ostensibly what I'm here to talk about? It seemed like I did have things to say. I'm, oh, I can't, I do have news. Um, we have not completely signed the contract yet, but it looks like all six sorcerers Moon's books will be available in audio. So we, we agreed yesterday. We did the virtual handshake, um, which actually it, there's not even a virtual handshake. It's me, um, on the email saying, okay, let's accept that offer. And Sarah saying, okay, I'll let them know. Um, and you know, of course she doesn't like to commit until she's really gone through the contract. Cause sometimes Sometimes you can um, 
see, you see things or you even agree to things. That's the thing about the handshake deal, right? You know, there's a lot of people feel like, oh, you know, the handshake thing, the gentleman's agreement, uh, that that is somehow more honorable, the old fashioned way. The thing about handshake deals is they're not accepted in court and nothing's written down, right? Um, there are a lot of agents even still who represent their clients based on a handshake deal. And, and I'll tell you what, some of them get offended if their clients say that they would like a contract They're like, Oh, 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 oh you know, all the risk is on my side. So why do you need a contract? I would not let those people represent you. I mean, that's, that's where I stand. There is nothing wrong with having a business contract. And if somebody tells you that you don't really need a contract because all the risk is on their side, then you might wonder um, why you just bought some swampland, right? I love those old jokes, you know, like I have a bridge you could buy um, or swampland that those were like real cons back in the day where people would like sell a parcel of land sight unseen and it would turn out to be a swamp. Um, which is a little bit of a running joke in Dark Wizard and Bright Familiar. I really dig into the swamp thing, so to speak, in Bright Familiar, and it's fun. Um, but bridges, apparently, I don't know. There must have been, like, people selling deeds to, like, the Brooklyn Bridge, or I don't know. Still, so that's the thing with agents. The other thing that's been very interesting about this audio deal is that I talked to several different writer friends about the pros and cons. Um, it's not an awesome deal. It's not an amazing deal, but it is money and they will invest in putting it into audio for me, which for six books would cost me a fair penny. It would cost me probably about $15,000. Uh, I did have a friend who offered to help me out with mastering and it would have cost me significant less, significantly less if I had done the reading. But this is something I talk about, right? Is the time versus money. The time for me to, to read those books myself is time that I could spend writing. And so I really did, you know, weigh the pros and cons here, uh, cost benefit, especially for an older series, a series that has been out for quite a while, uh, is complete. No one has been beating down the door to buy audio rights till now. And, you know, so really my choice at this point was to pay about $15,000 for someone else to record it. Uh, pay it. What did we figure out? It would probably cost me like $5,000 to do it if I recorded it myself, maybe even not that much, maybe more like 3000, we figured out like 500 per book, which, you know, the, and then I would make a lot more money back on it, but it would have been a huge chunk of my time. It would have been a lot of my time. And I sat down and figured out like, you know, if I spent those same hours on writing or, um, you know, it's an energy thing too. You know, if I'm not feeling the the energy to stick with my writing schedule, uh, you know, there's a cost to that. 
But what was interesting, you know, from talking to different people about the pros and cons and talking with Agent Sarah about it, uh, you know, I, I and my writer friends identified pretty much all of the problems. Uh, Sarah, you know, was absolutely on board and, you know, articulated them very well and argued them for me and so forth. But there really wasn't, my, my point is, is that there was no magic agent insight where she saw something that I was like, whoa, that never occurred to me. Uh, all the, all the things that I thought were problematic, she thought were problematic too. Um, but what's interesting is, is our, a lot of our, the questions that she's taken back, and this is a, a fairly new company doing this we're the first people to ask these questions and I know they're buying a lot of books from self-publishing authors that they put out a specific call saying we want if you have not put yourself published books in audio we want yours and you know so there are all of these authors who apparently have never asked some of these questions and we have negotiated for certain things that I think I'm the only person who's asked for them. And it's like, really, you guys didn't ask for these things. So all of this is by way of saying that, I mean, there's, there's going to be two sets of voices shrieking on this particular topic that I know that there are all kinds of, um, business minded self publishers out there who are going to say to me that I'm a fool for selling the rights to these audiobooks as cheaply as I did that if I had invested my own money in them, that I would have made that money back. And that's probably true. I would have made the money back. I, but I would not have made it back for probably three to five years. So, and then there was also having that money up front to do it and also, or my time effort, which is valuable also. But then there is this flip side where it's like, okay, I can see that this is probably not the smartest business choice, but I have reasons for making it. But then there are clearly all of these authors who have not asked for basic, and I don't want to say what they are, um, but really basic things, um, questions about this deal. And it's like, so... I mean, there's got to be a middle road, guys, right? I'm I'm Ms. Middle Road. Um, let's find the balance between the two. Uh, you do not have to be on the side of the, you're a fool if you sell your rights. You should do everything yourself and make all your own money. That's one end of the extreme. But then the other end is la-di-da. Oh, yes, I'll, I'll sell these rights. And hey, Chile. Um, you know, you still got to be smart about what you're doing. So thus endeth our sermon. Um, I will remind you all that first cup of coffee is part of the Frolic Media Podcast Network, and you will find more podcasts that you love at frolic.media slash podcasts. And I will talk to you all Thursday. Take care. Bye-bye. Now really, bye-bye.